0: Gracias. Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanished Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 201, season 9. Today's date is February 25th, 2023, and welcome to the show, and welcome to a new season of Vanished Chicagoland Stories. On today's program, I will talk about my memories of national food stores uh, that were located in the Chicagoland area, also, the radio station FM 100. I will talk about the memories of that station as well. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. And I'm very excited for this new season. Uh, right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Posh Puffs Tissues. <laughs> Fancy Kleenex, that's what it is. Uh, so here's the com- here's a commercial from 1977. If you listen closely, uh, you would recognize one of the actresses that is talking, what she's speaking. Uh, after the commercial is over, and it, when it comes back to me, I will tell you who it, who it is. Okay, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, you can try to guess if you'd like. S- so here is the commercial, and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Beautiful apartment. Beautiful cold, like the red nose. (coughs) That's no way to treat a sore nose. Posh puffs, stunning. And puffs feel softer, less irritating. Tissues are tissues. Close your eyes. Hands out. Oh, come on. Rub each one on your nose. This one's softer. Puffs. Soft and beautiful. Puffs. The softest way to treat a sore nose. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Posh Puffs tissues. Uh, one of the women uh, that that is that is speaking in the commercial that's no other, that's none other than actress Audrey Landers. You, uh, a lot of uh, TV fans, would recognize her voice, and she's famous for her role on Dallas, uh, the primetime soap opera. She played Afton Cooper, and uh, she's a lovely, lovely person. Or her sister is Judy Landers. You may know her from Vegas. <laughs> so uh, as far as I know, she, still. I don't know if they're still acting. I haven't seen them on TV. You know, but I remember watching Dallas during the, its heyday in the eighties, and yeah, she was there, and uh, and also Vegas. I watched uh, that was during uh, high school. Uh, this commercial aired uh probably during my freshman year in high school right or last uh year of grade school uh, puffs is still made to this day uh so uh, i haven't bought puffs in a long time uh, you know kleenex is expensive everything is so, of course kleenex is still there uh they have scott tissue but it's scotties that's still made and, uh, you know, but, uh, sometimes I buy the store brand names, which is fine, you know, but puffs, I remember, you know, puffs are soft. They are. Yeah. A good product. Just uh very pricey, but, uh, you know, if you have the money, go for it. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned that I will talk about national food stores in Chicago in the Chicagoland area. Also, I'll talk about FM 100, uh, the radio station in Chicago as well. Before I get started, uh, I mentioned that, you know, we reached 200 episodes, and uh, that's a milestone for me. And uh, after two, almost two years, it's great. I'm very blessed, and I uh, look forward to doing 200 more. We'll see, <laughs> and uh, you know, I got a lot of feedback from people on social media. They said, "Good, good for you. I'm very happy for you. It's uh, it's amazing." Uh, the second anniversary of Adventure Outline Stories, the podcast, is coming up next month, and uh, I will plan something—an uh, anniversary show. We'll see, maybe the best of the episodes or something big that that is related to chicago we'll see about that you know um, i have time to plan it and yeah, we'll see about that so uh the podcast is doing well uh it's growing popularity people are talking um i still get the usual feedback you know you do a lot of ohms i like your podcast you are uh stuttering you are i'm nervous I, i've told this many times I'm very nervous uh, because I'm not an actor, I'm not a journalist, I'm just me. You know, I'm just doing something that is different and exciting at the same time. It's fun. It really is. Okay, let's get started. First, we're going to talk about uh, uh, FM 100. So uh, this is a very interesting topic. (laughs) So I'll talk about the history of... uh, FM one hundred and uh, and it's, its beginnings, okay. And uh, this radio station started in nineteen forty eight, and the call well, it had different call letters all all this time, and uh, so I'll uh, break it down uh, as much as I can. So we'll see about that, okay. Uh, it started, in, like I said, it began broadcasting in 1948, and the call letters at the time was WFMF. It was owned by, uh, uh, believe it or not, a holding company uh, from Marshall Fields. And it's also by uh, the uh, one of the, the family members, Marshall Field III. He owned that. And it was aired as beautiful music format. We're all familiar. And it used to, uh, this was broadcasted in department stores, uh, mainly in uh, Marshall Field's department stores. So in the old days, when you went shopping, like for example, at State Street or in Evanston, in Oak Park, uh, where, where else, like Park Forest, you name it. Uh, all the Marshall Field stores that were located then, or at Old Orchard in Skokie, and uh, the 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 studio, uh, the station was uh, originally located at the Carbide and Carb Carbon Building in down in the Loop. A lot of people are familiar with that. I think it's on Michigan Avenue somewhere. I don't know the exact uh, address. And then in 1957, it was sold to uh, a family, the Rosenf- Rosenfields. Uh, they were sold by Maurice, Lo- Lois, and Jerome, and Lu- Lucille. Yeah, four people. And uh, it was the most popular uh, radio station uh, during dinner time. I don't know why. I guess so. <laughs> so. Uh, It was one of the first uh, beautiful music, uh, FM, like that, at the time. Then it was sold to another broadcasting company, and they moved the transmitter to the John Hancock Center when it was was built. You know, it didn't exist then, like that. And, uh, yeah, the call letters for WF mf uh lasted from 1948 to 1974. and then uh they changed the call letters to w-l-o-o you know and uh a lot of that is the one that most people recognized um if you grew up in chicago including myself and they may and they retained the music, beautiful mu- music format and they threw some pop songs as well, you know, adult, uh, t- uh, contemporary, a few in there, not much, but uh, mostly it was like that. And they, pl- you know, it's funny, uh, they played this radio station when you go to a doctor's office or a dentist's office. And I remember that uh, when I was a kid, I listened to that. I even asked a doctor or a dentist and go, well, what radio station is that? He says, it's, it's FM 100. So, uh that one is uh, it was also uh syndicated at the time, it was called the FM 100 Plan. Imagine that! Like the and uh, that went through uh, WLOO, lasted until 1988, and then it uh, and then they added more vocals and artists, you know. Like, for example, like Barbra Streisand, Neil Diamond, uh, any artists that were like that. No rock music, no, <laughs> no, none, none of that. It was like easy listening. You would just relax, you know. They, people call elevator music. I guess it was that called, you know. And then uh, they changed the call letters to uh, WXCZ. This happened in 1988, and that's st- that stood for extra easy. <laughs> and then more vocals were added, and the instrumentals, uh, were, they dwindled down like that, and it was simulcast as an, on A20, uh, that was W-A-I-T, remember that, on A20, now it's W-C-T-P-T, I mean W-C-P-T, yeah, it was like that, and, uh, you know, because I was interviewed a couple of times on their radio station uh, not too long ago. And uh, and let's see. And then in 1990, it changed, uh, this I remember, to The Point. And it was uh, WPNT FM. And it was 100.3 The Point. I remember this during the 90s. Uh, I remember listening to that. And then uh, it was also Simon uh, It was uh, simulcast also on the other A twenty AM, which uh, WCPT uh, did that as well. And then uh, let's see. Uh, you know the funny thing is it lasted for seven years until nineteen ninety seven. And then uh, let's see what they played the uh, same thing. Feel good music, you know, including some hits, you know, no no rock music no, like that. I like the I like the station. It was pretty good. I like anything. Mostly music I like, so no problem for for me. And then uh let's see. Then in 1997, it changed to uh w, wnnd. On October 6th of that year, and they wanted to compete with WTM TMX, which used to be WCLR. Remember that? And uh, they played uh, to um, so it was the 100.3 WAND, and they played 80s, 90s hits, you know, just. Uh, and they also uh, carried uh, a re- nighttime request and dedication show called Love Notes, hosted by John Simmons. I remember that. I remember that as well. And uh, well, that you know, and then it changed again <laughs> to uh, WLWILV, and uh, it was one hundred point three Love FM. You Remember that? Yeah, Tommy Edwards hosted it. And uh, he hosted uh, he was he was the afternoon host and then he moved into the morning. so oh I bet he has stories about that and then he left for uh, for uh, 104.3 wjmK in 2011 the, uh, before uh, and then uh, and it became an adult contemporary format. I mean the, the beautiful music left that was about it. And uh, in, tw- in 2010 it became a rewind 100.3 and it uh, did played 80s music, 1980s music and then also from the 70s and 80s, you know like that. and then it sold again, blah 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> Then it moved back to adult contemporary like that. And then it was just Chicago's 100.3 like that you know, but that's a lot <laughs> and then in 2015 it became she 100.3 and branded that and uh, everything was stay everything stayed the same you know and uh, you know I haven't listened to it in a while but I'm kind of uh, sometimes it's uh, it's still if you like a contemporary Uh, format, you know, contemporary music, it's for you, you know, and now they focus on the 90s and the 2000s, like that, you know, so that's good, (laughs) I want to mention one thing, Uh, I don't know much about the disc jockeys there, but I know one person in particular was Jack Taylor, when he worked at WGN radio, AM radio for a long, long time, and then um, something happened and he left. He moved over to uh, FM one hundred. He stayed there for for quite a while. You know, I think he did the news, and the i don't know if he had a talk show. Maybe I'm not sure. Yep, yeah, he did that for quite a while. So that was mostly in the 80s for that. Okay. Right now, I'm going to play the commercial for uh, FM one hundred. This is from 1987. So sit back and listen to the beautiful music commercial. <laughs> Actually, it's called Easy Music. Okay, so just sit back and relax. Thank you, everyone. Of all the places in Chicago, which is the favorite for listening to the easygoing sounds of FM 100? At work, that's it for me. It makes the whole day go easier. FM 100 is relaxing in the car, but my favorite place is at work. It just makes me feel better. I listen to FM 100 while I work, at the office or around the house. It's easygoing music from today and yesterday. So start your day the easy way. FM 100. Enjoy us at work. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for FM 100. Easy music. You know, Beautiful music. Uh, I remember one memory of this radio station where you used to see ad, the ads on billboards and also on CTA buses, you know, with that familiar... F- font of that and with the flowers and, you know, like you escape from this, you know, the city, you know, from the noise and, uh, you know, the traffic and, uh, you just want to go and relax. (laughs) That is also true like that. So, um, that's what this radio station was mostly, uh, memorable to most people. FM 100 during the, uh, the 70s and the 80s, you know, like that, you know, either you loved it or you hated it. <laughs> they say they, uh, most, uh, most people said that, I'm sorry. Most people said that, uh, uh, older people loved it. They really did. They just turned on the radio in their homes and their cars. And just listen then like that, which is makes sense. Right now you can listen, uh, on the internet. You could, or on HD radio, like how it is. And, uh, so, like that. So, uh, right now it's, uh, she, uh, it's, uh, she 100.3. Uh, I think it's just like geared toward women like that. So that's what it sounds like. But, uh, I listened, I haven't listened to it in a while. not, Not for a while like that. So, uh, today's music. I know some artists, not not much, but I like classic rock. You know, oldies, I stick to that. I stick to me FM. That's that's my radio station now. I'm getting old. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I'll be 60 in October. That's the way it is. <laughs> okay. Right now, uh, next, I'm going to talk. Excuse me. Next, I'm going to talk about national food stores. Ah, I've had a few requests from people just to to. Uh, asked me, why don't you talk about this uh, grocery store? You've talked about others. And I said, okay, fine. You know, and I, so I saved it for this episode for the new season. So let's get started. Uh, national food store, uh, national food stores. It was, uh, originally called the national tea company and it's Natco, N-A-T-C-O. And, uh, it has a very interesting history. Uh, it was founded by uh, two Danish immigrants, two brothers. Uh, his, their names were George S. Rasmussen and his brother Thorvald, or Thorvald, I don't know. And uh, that that was one of the oldest stores in Chicago, and that was founded in 1899, right in the turn of the century. Wow. I think that's something. <laughs> and by 1920, it's... It uh, just uh, it went like gangbusters. It just spread around, and it just it grew and grew and grew, and that's amazing. That is wonderful. And then uh, it had uh, then it opened not had over six hundred locations in the Chicagoland area, but it also expanded to other states, Uh, like for example, I think Indiana, maybe. i think louisiana missouri i think missouri st louis had the most like that and uh there was uh well there was a kind of a slow uh, some of them were uh, sold uh they were closed because the reason because of the great depression so that was tough oh, That was very tough but uh national tea remained like that so uh in 1955 it was uh it it was sold and, uh, it was purchased by, uh, a Canadian, a Canadian grocer retailer. And then it was, uh, later, oh, first it was named George Weston limited, and then it was renamed the low blow low low company. Uh, it's still there mm-hmm. that company. I don't know much about that. And like I said before the, uh, National Tea Company was renamed to National Supermarkets or National Food Stores, and uh, like I said, uh, the st- the states I mentioned. Um, if I've forgotten one, I'm sorry. So it's it was in Missouri, uh, Indiana, Minnesota, and Louisiana, mostly. And uh, their memorable par- products was uh, at first was Natco Coffee. Uh, spices you name it they had that and uh let's see what else uh also there was uh top treat and top taste they had that uh like for example top treat was the soda uh uh, the uh, like the sodas they had that and i think top treat was uh, food items i believe it was that like that, you know, like juices. Oh, well, juices, you know, that's top taste. So there was a, a abundance of those. And then um, my uh, first, then I'll talk about my memories of this, uh, where I first saw the uh, national food stores. Uh, I was living in the South Shore neighborhood in the sixties. Um, it was lo- this one was located on South Exchange Avenue near Seventy Fifth Street. I think a little north of there. My mother never went shopping there. Uh, She's seen it, but she never went there. She went to Hilo Foods, that was on 75th Street, that was nearby, or my uncle's grocery store on the corner. The funny thing is, my aunt, who, if she wanted shopping, she went to National. (laughs) Because maybe my uncle didn't carry things that, but National did. Um, But then they opened the jewel store on 75th Street, East 75th Street in Crandon. That's a little west of Yates over there. And I remember that when that opened, uh, I remember a little bit about that. And uh, my mom went shopping there. It was a few blocks away. She had to take the bus. She didn't want to walk because she she had me and my brothers. And uh, my, little brother, my other brother came along like that and then uh when we moved from south shore to roseland in the south side chicago uh the national that we saw was at one hundred fifteen F- 115th street and michigan avenue it was a little south where we used to live it was at the roseland plaza it was like a shopping plaza and there was the coven Dr- uh the coven drug store also, the coffee, uh, the coffee pot uh, restaurant, and uh, I don't know what other store. And there was National, of course. And uh, my mom went there maybe a couple times. She did that. They had. Uh, she liked the store very much and all that. And uh, I remember also they introduced some sodas, um, soda pops called Orchard, Orchard Park or something. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Orchard Park. I remember that very well. And one uh, uh, during that time, I think in the late fifties or sixties, they uh, distributed green stamps, mainly SNH green stamps, and they also partnered with Magic Magicist Carpet and Rug Company. Remember that. So if you went to uh, if you went shopping and then you would ch- go to the checkout checkout line and then they would give you green stamps, SNH, h green stamps. I did a podcast episode all about them. So they were like uh, they were like a brother and sister, they were a family unit with that. <laughs> uh, that was the only start I remember, but you know, when I posted that I was gonna talk about national foods. A lot of people uh, remember they were commenting where, the, where, where they lived in Chicago. And they remember where the store was located. It was fun looking at the locations. But there were so many. I can't list. I can't tell you all of them. Uh, just uh, ones like that. And uh, so that was the only one I know that was in Roseland. I'm sure there were others located there. I'm, I'm sure there were like that. And the... Uh, It was like i said before it was a great it was a good grocery store very well known and then it when we moved to ashburn uh, near fort city in 1974 uh there was a national food store in fort city for the uh, and it it was there until when the mall opened in 1965 it was there and my mother told me that uh, we still have a few uh drinking glasses from that location i have them; we have them in the house you know it's a few been broken as time went on but we still have a few you know and i think she had some uh dishes i think i'm not sure i don't think so i have to check with her but i know the drinking glasses that we still use them and that's kind of cool it's very nice they were sturdy like that but then uh they sold, uh, and then they sold the stores. I, I don't know the reason why. And then, then they sold it to AMP, and then they sold them to the Great Atlantic Pacific Tea Company, better known as AMP, in 1976. <laughs> or there were, were not all of them. They were just closed permanently. Uh, there was also a national uh, supermarket on 81st and Cicero at Scottsdale. I know there was. Yeah, someone told me there was one. Also in hometown Illinois and I think that's a photo I posted earlier uh, a person um, uh, posted that on my Facebook page here Chicagoland and he said that's his hometown I wasn't sure but uh, you know I don't when I lived there I don't remember seeing it so it was gone by then and then uh, there was a high low uh, that uh, at the t- after that and that closed it was down the street or mostly near the uh, shop hometown Plaza. I think it's called that and then it turned to colony foods i think a lot of people who lived in the area at the time my mom went shopping there always and she she liked the store she liked the grocery store very much so national just left uh, left the chicagoland area but not in st louis i mean it continued um it, yeah it continued uh it was thriving a little bit in St. Louis and in New Orleans. I don't know about other states. No, probably not. Uh, I don't think so. Then they changed the logo of that. Before it was the diamond shape logo that said National, and then it had next. It came with the like the curved, you know, four curves like that, and they were um, they were also on the products as well. Like that. And, uh, but, na- so, uh, the national logo was also low, low blows, low, I can't say that word, or name, logo. It was turned upside down instead of an N, it was an L. You get the idea, <laughs> like that. So, like that. And then, uh, like that. So, it's not, uh national is gone right now. So that's a shame. You know, I, my mom likes shopping there as well. And I did too. And I usually post, uh, I do find photos of uh, locations that were there. I remember, let's see a few. One was at, uh, 111th street in Harlem. One was in Des Plains, like Lee street. I have one from Deerfield. Um, I think there, Oh, there was one in, in the Rosen area I just remembered yeah there was one in South, Halstead, South Halsted and 103rd As a like the yeah they were like they were they were great but uh, so uh, I wish it could come back but I doubt it you know just like the rest of the grocery stores are gone like for example Dominic's, high low foods, uh, Delma Farms uh treasure island you name it you know now today we have jewel is still around but i heard it's being bought so we'll see about that <laughs> and but now we have uh whole foods we have uh what else we got whole foods uh, i can't think of the other one trader joe's uh amazon fresh they don't accept cash like <laughs> <Pizza> market <laughs> which just exploded in Chicago. So Yeah. As for independent grocery stores, not that many, you don't find that Uh, they've been closed by competition or like the owners die or their family members don't want to continue. I like those uh, independent grocery stores. They're so intimate. You know, you feel like family Uh, that's gone. That's sad. Okay. So uh, that'll be all for today. Do a recap of what I spoke on today's show. I talked about the National Food Stores just now and also FM 100. That's WLOO FM radio station in Chicago. So that was an interesting. So that was a very interesting uh, new show for the new season. How about that? So uh, this podcast will be published later on, uh, wherever podcasts are available, um, like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Also, it will be on my YouTube channel, "Fan of Chicago and Stories." Uh, I started doing that. I posted the YouTube uh, video, so you can listen in. Uh, a lot of people because uh, requested it. And, and I think it turned popular. So I will do that. I won't post from the website of where I recorded the podcast. I will use the YouTube channel. And uh, I think it's more easy to accept, access for people to listen. I don't think they like to listen on on, a, on an app. I don't know why. I think it's for older people like me. <laughs> yeah, whatever's easier for you, whatever it is. If you have questions, let me know, you know. I will answer, and uh, it will be, uh, so once it's uploaded on the YouTube channel, I will post it on my social media accounts on Facebook and Twitter, also on my blog, VanishChicagoLand.blog, if you'd like, so that'd be great. Okay, so this is Pico Stannis, your host for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast, Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, I usually have another episode on Tuesday, but uh, unfortunately, uh, something's come up. uh, No, not something's come up. I have uh, plans. So I won't be doing a podcast. Maybe Monday? We'll see. If not, then it'll be next weekend. That's for sure. I will do a podcast and it'll be episode 202. And then uh, because uh, it'll be March by then. And then uh, winter will be almost over. It'll be Well, sort of, you know, past that. Okay. So thank you again for listening to me. And everyone have a great day. And here is Ray Rayner with a little traveling music, traveling music, excuse me, a little traveling music saying bye, bye, bye. And here's bye-bye for me. So long and take care, everyone. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.